The second thing that I would say is to be present. Oftentimes, the not enoughness comes from triggers. When we're triggered and we go back to, oh, that relationship that didn't work out. For, for that hour that I'm dancing my little heart out, like, how can you not feel enough when you're having so much fun and you're doing something that you enjoy? You can't do this alone. That's one of the biggest messages that I have for you is that you can't do this alone. Life is about connection. Are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. Hey everyone, it's Coach Des here with an announcement about my Born a Boss Babe 90-Day Transformational Program for 18 to 24-year-old women who are looking to build their confidence, their courage, and their compassion in the world. So if that's you or someone you know, reach out to me at des at bornandbreakable.com. Listen, when we think about people like Oprah Winfrey or LeBron James, what separates them from others is the coaching, the mentorship, the investment that they make in themselves to be great. What if you could supercharge your life at 20 years old so that when you're 30 and 40, you're that much further? When I was that age, college was an incredible foundation for me. But one of the things that was missing is that community that could help me grow and think more intentionally about things like relationships, finance, health, mental wellness. All of those things are important in accelerating how we show up in the world and the impact that we have. If you're ready to supercharge your life, it's time to reach out to me so we can do it together. The program launches in August. I'm so excited and I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, and I am here today solo. I'm going to drop a solo episode on you. I do that once in a while in between the amazing guests that I bring to you because sometimes I just want to share what's going on in my world and dig a little bit deeper into a topic, share my perspective. So one of the things that I have been reflecting on, besides first of all, the fact that it's hot, how about that? It's summer (laughs) and I am living in, as you know, if you followed my journey, I moved from sunny California last year to even sunnier Las Vegas. It's 97 degrees today, so actually not too bad for Las Vegas. I just got back from a trip in Atlanta where it was the same temperature but with humidity. So I have enjoyed the humid heat and the very dry heat. It is building my resiliency and all of that good stuff. What other things to report before we dig into the subject at hand today? 
why was I in Atlanta? Well, I was going through a certification for the Hogan. So it's something you could look up, go ahead and Google the Hogan assessment. Uh, it's super awesome. I am so excited about what this is going to do for my clients. Uh, it is an assessment and it assesses a few different things about an individual. It assesses their day-to-day, -day, their bright side, their dark side, which is watch items of how your strengths can get you into trouble sometimes, how to manage and mitigate that, and then also your values and how does that show up in the world? How does that reflect and impact the others around you? So it was really cool because the, the most of the reason this assessment is used is to predict future performance. So a lot of companies use it so they can do things like hire and recruit, but also maintain and build high potential candidates and uh, help develop their their leaders and that that kind of thing. But I also find so much value in doing that kind of stuff just in life in general. It doesn't have to be in a company. It can be you individually. So if you are somebody interested in learning more about personality tests, uh, because I am a coach and I do a lot of executive coaching, I use them and different ones for different reasons. So that was what was going on with me this week. And I think that's about all of the real excitement. But let's get into the topic today, which is about the feeling of not being enough. Why did I want to talk about this? So <clears throat> a few reasons. One, you know that my show is about eliminating self-limiting beliefs, or at least recognizing being aware of them so that we can manage them and really be able to get past them. That is the, the whole intention of this show is recognizing we're born unbreakable because we can break through the things that are blocking us and are being barriers. We can get past them. When I ask each of my guests week over week, episode over episode, what is a self-limiting belief that you've had to overcome? By and large, the answer is not feeling enough. When I coach people, high caliber people, goal-driven, ambitious, successful, remarkable, incredible people, they struggle with not feeling enough. I struggle with feeling that as well. So in some ways, I do think it's ubiquitous. I think there are times in life when this feeling comes across and I think it's normal. So I want to talk about a couple of things. One is why. Why does this happen to us? Why does this take over our lives sometimes? And more importantly, I want to talk about some strategies of how you can combat this feeling. 
It's not something that necessarily just goes away and stays away forever. It can creep back into your life. Uh, you can name it if you want to. You know, I've talked about in other podcast episodes that you can name the thing that frustrates you so you can manage it even better because it shows that you are aware it's there and you're not going to let it beat you. Uh, but that's, that's what I really want you to come away with uh, today is if you can take away even just one or two of the strategies that I'm going to talk about, I think this will be very powerful in helping you recognize that, first of all, you are enough. That is the most important thing I want you to know. If you're listening to this episode today and you feel anything less than that for whatever reason, which we'll get into why you might feel that way, remember that you are. You're absolutely enough right now. The whole beautiful self that you are. Okay. And so <clears throat> let's get into it. So why this feeling? Where does it come from? It comes from situations, circumstances, and experience often that are embedded and impressioned upon us in the young years of our life because they're so formidable. Uh, so two things. One, it can be very much from childhood experiences. Um, and also, even through adulthood, even when we formed our adult brains after the age of about 25, 26, it still rears its ugly head because it's big trauma, circumstances that rock our world that make us feel this way. So let's go through some different examples. So one of them can be sports is a really big one right? Or anything that has to do with a gifting that you might be trying out. Maybe you tried out for a sports team. Maybe you tried to play an instrument or try out for the dance team or audition for singing. There's something that you tried, did less than ideal, and potentially got feedback that it wasn't a great idea. Now, there could be some truth in that, like maybe there is some talent and it is just not your lane. Maybe it isn't the thing that you're meant to do because it's it's not manifesting itself in the way even after all the practice and all the training. But even at that, what you're what you walk away from from those situations is that you're just you're you're inadequate in some kind of way. So it could show up in things like that, activities, sports, um also in your learning, right? Let's say there's a subject that you just weren't as good at in school. Maybe you were a little bit behind the curve. Maybe you had to take uh, extra, you had to get extra special attention uh, by staying after school, doing extra studying, those kinds of things. You might say, you know, I'm just not smart enough. I just am not cut out for this academic thing. I am not a good learner. And I'm just doomed. I'm just doomed for the rest of my life. I'm not going to be able to learn. Um, relationships. It's another big one. It's a huge one. I think this is probably one of the biggest, most impactful ones where you, especially in intimate romantic relationships, you get into one, you're so excited, the best thing since sliced bread, you're so in love, and you are just on a cloud, over the moon, this is your person, and it doesn't work out. 
your world just falls apart. You fall to pieces. And uh, I know what that's like because that was one of my moments of not feeling like enough. That was one of my big moments of not feeling enough. When something doesn't work out and is less than ideal, you tell yourself, maybe it's ju- I'm just not cut out for relationships. Maybe I'm flawed. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I'm an alien. Nobody's going to love me. Nobody wants to be with me. All of this boo-hoo, sad, self-pity, valley of despair kind of thing. And I'm saying it facetiously because it was me. <laughs> so, you know, just understand that it was very real and it lasted a long time. Okay, so it was not exciting. It was not fun. It was miserable. I was crying. I was not eating. I was a hot mess. I was calling all my friends. They were probably tired of me, but they supported me through it. You know, so that's a big one. Relationships intimate ones in particular, but it can even come from your parents. Culturally, culturally, if you come from a culture, maybe there's a lot of rigidity. Maybe there's a high degree of expectations for you to do a certain thing, be a certain thing. And you make a choice to do something other than that. You do not choose the path that was intended for you in the culture that you grew up in or the religion that you grew up in. And there is disappointment. There's disappointment because you did something different. You were rogue. Now you're an oddball. You're the black sheep of the family. That is one of the big ways that you may feel that inadequacy, that you're different. Why? Why? Right? So that's another example. And I think another another big place, because it's an area of our life, especially as we get um, into adulthood, is um, in careers. Okay, when you are working in a place, the big thing that happens in a work setting is not only can you get comments from people that make you feel less than, but there is formal feedback. There are performance review processes, right? A lot of companies at the end of the year give you a scorecard. And that scorecard tells you, just like when you were in school, you got an A, B, or a C. When you're an adult, it's just a different version of that, right? So then you get told you're in meets expectations, or you're in exceeds expectations, or you're an exceptional person. And if you're anything less than what you want or expect to be, then you may feel some not enoughness going on. Plus, it's an environment where it might be competitive. Maybe there's only so many positions and you want to get promoted and somebody else gets it. So there's tons of reasons, whether it's in our work environment, our personal environment, the activities that we do. There is a constant, there's constant opportunities for this feeling to creep into our lives. And so the important thing for us to know is how to deal with that. So I want to talk about a couple of ways that I've seen personally and also what I've seen others do to help them succeed and really crush this specific self-limiting belief. Number one, stop comparing yourself to other people. Have you heard this? Is this new information or is this 
something that you've heard. Either way, you need to be reminded. <laughs> I was talking to my friend, Michelle. She has this wonderful podcast called The New Mid. You've got to go check it out. She interviewed me on her show this morning and this topic of comparison came up and I, I mentioned this quote that I love from Theodore Roosevelt that says, comparison is the thief of joy. When you are out there and you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or Twitter or TikTok or wherever the heck else you are scrolling, because this is what we do. This is a natural part of life now, right? and you see the house, the car, the marriage, the baby, the celebration, the graduation, the next level achievement, the PhD, all of these accolades and milestones and marvelousness and vacations and money. It's just all up in your grill, all up in your grill. And it makes you feel like, Oh my gosh, what about me? My relationship is crap right now. I'm having money trouble right now. I, you know, am struggling in my work. I'm really trying to get to the next level and I, you know, I'm getting feedback or whatever the case may be. Ask yourself how that's serving you. How is it serving you to do that comparison? Probably not in a healthy way. It's making you go to the valley of despair. You're having these negative conversations with yourself in this bad headspace, and you deplete your energy. That's one of the worst things about it. You start to self-sabotage and you become your own energy vampire. You are the culprit, but guess what? You're also the solution. How do you move from comparison to somewhere else? How do you move from scarcity to abundance? It's a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift. Okay. So first of all, you are comparing yourself to your, yourself. If you're going to do it, do it with you. Be better than you were yesterday. Be better than you were last year. Okay. So that is one of the big ways you can only control yourself. You can't control other people, what they're doing, what they're not doing. You only have control of this essence, this being, this vessel right here in front of you. You get to wake up and make your own choices just for you, just yours, not your significant other, not your kids, not your parents, nobody else. You might be able to influence them. You might be able to share their, your opinion and they can do the same to you. But at the end of the day, the action and the choice is yours. So remember, it's about progress over perfection. And what I was talking about in this episode with Michelle was the concept of complimenting other people. When people are doing life and they, and, and they are having accomplishments and achievements and celebrations, be happy for them. Be happy for them. This is awesome. This is great. Yes, it's the highlight reel. You don't know what other things people are going through. There could be just on the other side of that celebration is heartache or pain or anguish or trauma or something, but be happy for people when they're going through these things and be inspired. Hey, if somebody's on that great vacation, 
Maybe now you've just been inspired to, to go and plan yours. You know, when you're around friends that are doing great things, you know, let that be an encouragement, not to say that you want to do the same thing, but maybe there's something similar. Maybe there's something in your world that you feel inspired by someone else because they've taken that leap of faith and they've, they've jumped into the arena, like Brene Brown would say. So don't compare to others, only compare to yourself and you know, be in the spirit of admiration and inspiration because that is how you're going to stay in abundance. When you're in that scarcity zone and saying you're not enough, guess what? That's how you're going to show up. That's the results that you're going to manifest. They're not going to be that great because you are not giving and expending your best output, your best energy. The second thing that I would say is to be present. Oftentimes, the not enoughness comes from triggers. When we're triggered and we go back to, oh, that relationship that didn't work out. Oh, that time that I didn't make the softball team. Oh, that time that I was passed up for that promotion. Don't go there. Stay present. Stay present. Uh, let me tell you something about the past. You want to know a secret? you can't change it. It's already happened. <laughs> so if you know that, learn from it and move forward. Learn from it and move forward. If you're having trouble, and I mean this in all seriousness, if you're having trouble because you're, you're smired in the past, you're stuck in a situation, in a trauma that you've experienced, seek professional help. Talk to a therapist or a counselor work through what that pain, that anguish, those triggers are so that you can be more present, so that you can focus on the future and the things that you want to do and not what you have already done. You know, a lot of times people look at parts of their life that they are not proud of. Let's say if they committed a crime and they went to jail and all of a sudden they've adopted the identity of being a thief or a criminal. You were that. You don't have to be that. We don't have to be anything that we once were if we make the choice to do something different. We are dynamic, adaptable, resilient, capable people of change and growth. So don't be attached to past versions of yourself when you have the ability to learn and move forward. So be present, and if you're struggling with that, get the support, even if it means professionally, so that you can concentrate on your future and not be so stuck in the past. The third piece of advice that I would have, the third tip for you, is to stay curious and tune into your creative energy. Tune into your creative energy. When we're in a space of creation and curiosity, we ask questions about things that we don't know and get inspired to learn more. When you're learning, when you're curious and, and you're in that growth space, there's not a lot of room for not enoughness because you're filling yourself up and you're not depleting yourself. What are those activities that you can do to fill yourself up instead of deplete your energy. Doing things that are creative, that you're learning, 
or even the things that you love, whether it's dancing, playing an instrument, you know, for me, you guys already know, for those who really know me, Zumba is my jam. I like to go. I am, I'm no, no joke. I know this is extra, but I'm extra and you, y'all know that I will legit walk into a Zumba class. Like I just did it recently before I went to Atlanta. I was like, I got to go to a Zumba class. I, I, I thought I was in like step up four or whatever, or like stomp the yard three or, you know, whatever I, I legit like, am I in a movie right now? Because I am bringing out my best moves and, uh, yeah, like, is anybody recording this? Because this is amazing. And then I go back to, to, to reality, <laughs> but for, for that hour that I'm dancing my little heart out, like, how can you not feel enough? when you're having so much fun and you're doing something that you enjoy. It's that simple. It's that simple. Do the things that you enjoy or put yourself into situations where you're learning. And that will take you more towards the present enjoyment and not being so stuck in the past and things that didn't work out before. Right? All right. Two more things. Two more pieces of advice for you today on the Born Unbreakable podcast. I don't know why I feel like singing sometimes. It's just, yeah. All right. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. It's been a long week. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm extra. And also thirsty. Okay. Sorry. All right. We are on bullet number five. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate your wins. And don't, if you're listening right now and you're talking out loud to me going, Des, I don't have any wins, I'm going to call BS on you. Calm down. Take a seat because that's a lie. You have wins. And sometimes we associate wins with these really big, magnificent milestones like making X amount of money or buying that house or, you know, these things that take sometimes years to do. I'm not talking about those kinds of wins. Those are wins. And if you, if that's happening in your life, that's freaking awesome. Definitely celebrate that, that kind of stuff. I'm talking about, wow, I exercised every day this week. That's freaking cool. I've been trying to be consistent with that. And I'm finally on a consistent routine. Wow. I cut out, you know, and cut down on alcohol and I'm only, you know, giving myself one day on the weekend where I can have two drinks. I'm just giving examples here, right? Whatever those things are, doesn't have to be huge. The little things. Oh, I finished a book. I've been wanting to finish this book. I finally finished this book. I finally, you know, called up that friend that I have been thinking about and just oh my gosh, I finally called and I'm so happy I did because I really got to catch up and do all, you know, and, and really, uh, reconnect in our friendship. Those are wins at the end of every day. Think about that, reflect on that, talk to people about it. Maybe you could share your wins with your significant other or your friend or a colleague where you can start to get into this habit or just like gratitude. It could be gratitude or it could be wins, whatever, whatever it is that, you know, you're comfortable with. Maybe it's something you're grateful for. Maybe it's something that you're proud of. When you're in a space 
of recognizing your progress, then you will get out of that space of not feeling enough. Okay. And then the last piece here is to embrace your learning. We are imperfect human beings. Humans are meant to err. We are not going to wake up every day and do everything 100% perfect. There's going to be things we forget. There's going to be things that we don't do well on, you know, an email that we left information out or whatever. Life just goes way too fast for us to be perfect with anything. So, you know, when things come up and they go less than the way that you want them to think about what you learned and you will do it better the next time you will believe that you will you're capable of it nobody get ever gets anything right okay well not nobody there's some people like that are very fortunate and maybe they get it right the first time but more often than not in all of the areas of our life there are going to be things that don't work out so great and gets better and better every time. Okay. So that is the last piece. So to recap, stop comparing, compare only to yourself. If you're going to do it, start looking at others as inspiration, not competition. Number two is to be present, get the help and support you need if you need it in order to be able to do that better. Number three, stay curious and creative. Do the things you love or explore the things you want to learn more of. Number four, uh, celebrate your wins. And number five is embrace your learnings. And I missed one because uh, it's the end of the week and I'm losing my marbles, but this is very important. This is very important. Doesn't even matter how many things I just said. This is very important. <laughs> it's this. Connect. Connect with healthy communities. Have a great support system. You've heard me talk about in this podcast, in my previous podcast, in podcast episodes with other people, with guests, okay? The importance of the people around you. You have to have people that are helping you grow. Follow that savers mentality. Someone who supports you, is aligned with you, value adds to your life, elevates you and rises with you. That's a good rubric for you to use. Think about the circle that you have in your professional life, in your personal life. Is it serving you? in your social sphere, in your spiritual fear, sphere, whatever it is where you get that energy, do you have a support system that helps you pull out of those ruts that you're in when you're feeling like you're not enough? You can't do this alone. That's one of the biggest messages that I have for you is that you can't do this alone. Life is about connection, community. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we broaden our perspectives. So that, that is critical. And, and I'm almost happy that I, I skipped it in my, my list here and I said it at the end because all of those things that I described are great things to do, you know, on your own, but we don't walk on this earth independently and, and solve, you know, the world's greatest problems alone. 
any any of the greatest greats that we think about, whether it's an athlete, an actor, an inventor, they're doing it because of the energy, the ideas, and the support that they have from the, the, the environment, the people around them. So really take, take stock. Take stock. I can't say it enough. I know you're probably like, oh my gosh, Des, we hear you talk about this all the time. Who are the people around us? Well, damn right. Damn right. Double check, triple check, always check. Check every quarter. Check every month. It, 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 it is such a valuable part. Why do you think they say your network is your net worth? Let me say that again. Your network is your net worth. What do you mean, Des? Well, are the people around you uplifting you to a place where you're doing the things that you're capable of doing? You're at your best self. You're, you're, you truly are living your best life. That's only going to happen when you're fueled by people who are believing in that cause, believe in you as a person to help you get to those heights that you deserve to reach, right? So short episode, you know, I, I, I like to do these every once in a while so you can hear me talk about the things that I'm passionate about, share my perspective with you, and sometimes just remind you, we need that. We need the reinforcement. It's okay to talk about things repeatedly because it's, it's the shit that shows up for us every day. Not enoughness is this horrible thing that rears its ugly head that we have to pay attention to and we have to diligently and intentionally manage. So I want you to ask yourself today, if you're feeling not enough, if you know someone who's feeling not enough, what might you do differently? Of the things that we talked about, what's something that you're willing to try today to get yourself out of that scarcity, and blah into the place of abundance, growth, and joy. I'd love to hear from you. And this is just Des's initial list of the things that I thought about as I reflect on this, but there's, there's a lot more. If you have other ideas, feedback, things that you want to share around how you've managed this feeling, this issue, of not enoughness. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at des at bornandbreakable.com. You can DM me on Instagram at bornandbreakable. I love hearing from people. I love your feedback. I love your insights and all of that kind of good stuff. And I love that you're here and supporting me all the time as we approach, which is freaking phenomenal, a hundred episodes. We're at episode 97 and three episodes away of a hundred episodes that I've done in just a little over a year, which means that is a lot, <laughs> a lot, right? Because I'm often doing more than, uh, you know, more than one episode a week. I, I am pretty consistently doing two episodes and, um, I learn something new every single time. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for this journey and this process because we're in it together. I'm doing this in real time as I'm learning and growing with you. We're doing it right here side by side. I'm just doing it out loud. <laughs> and um, 
And that's why I embrace community and I embrace your feedback. So it would mean the world to me if you comment, rate this episode, share it with a friend who really needs to hear it. Because I tell you what, a lot of times we need to be reminded that we are enough. So don't hesitate to share. Remember to subscribe, follow the podcast so you don't miss another episode. So many great people ahead that are coming on the show. I, this is why I do this. It's literally like school. This is exactly why I do this because I learned something right alongside with you. Remember that you are your only limit and take action today because you are enough. I want you to take action that reminds you of, of, of the fact that you are. All right. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time.